Hey, what's up, everybody? Good morning. Actually, good afternoon. It is 12 o'clock, and I just wanted to say what's up. So it is Monday, and you guys know I don't ever record or post anything on Monday. It's normally Thursdays or Fridays, or honestly, when I remember. But I try to strive for Thursdays and Fridays. So I kind of want to try something new. Um, I wanted to do like a mommy Mondays and then Thursdays, which is my regular days, we'll just record, you know, and post it out. So that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I hope you guys all had a great 4th of July weekend. Again, happy birthday to my sister. She turned dirty 30 and she's happy and healthy and glowing. And I'm so happy for her. I'm so proud of you. And um, I hope you had a great weekend. So everybody else, hopefully you don't have too much of a hangover coming to work on Monday after a long weekend. I know some people were off like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So hope you guys had a good one. So today's topic, it is going to be again, like I said, it's mommy Mondays. So I thought, why not discuss why I chose to be a stay at home mom, the ups, the downs, and you know just how to get established in a routine with your child and go from there so everybody knows i am a first-time parent and i love it you know um i like everything that has to do with it i could do without the tantrums and the not listening but that does come with the territory so i chose to be a stay-at-home mom when my son was 10 months old it was in october of 2017 and I remember it like clear as day. I, I told my job it was going to be my last couple days. I gave in my two weeks notice. I didn't necessarily want to be a stay-at-home mom. I loved the fact that I was working and, and you know, also doing the mom thing. But um, I didn't want to put my son in daycare that early. And then um, we were just having issues. Um, I didn't trust anybody to watch him. And then um, I was just like... I felt like I was missing out on him. I was breastfeeding. So it was like really hard. There was a lot going on, you know, well, when you're breastfeeding and then you're working and you have to pump and you have to just do so many things to accommodate your baby not being with you. It was a lot to deal with. So I just, you know, decided why not? I could be a stay at home mom. My boyfriend was on board with it and I've been a stay at home mom since my son is two and a half and here I am <laughs> still a stay at home mom. However, I am a full-time student now. I have, um, one semester more, no, two semesters more, and I'll have my associates, and then I'll move on to my bachelor's, and I'm really, really happy for that. I'm so grateful that God opened that door for me, and I was able to go back to school. Fun fact, um, actually, at the time, it really wasn't that fun, but my boyfriend and I were going through something, and that made me actually want to go back into school. I was like, you know what, like, this is kind of like an eye-opener for me. I need to do things for myself and for my son, you know, worst-case scenario, anything were to happen I always have my backup plan and that's what it was you know um prior to me going back into school I've been out of high school since let's see it's been like eight years since I've been out of high school seven years since I've been out of college so I'm so happy I'm just so blessed that I'm in it. I've been doing great. You know, I got my GPA up. When I first started, my GPA was horrible. And it's because when I initially started college, I was 17. I personally feel like 17 is way too young to start college. I think you should start it like at 19 or 20. But I did. I messed up my GPA. I did not take it serious. And years later, I paid for it. I was like on academic probation. And then I was on... Um, 
I don't know. It sounded like something else. Like it was, it was crazy, but I'm so grateful. I am no longer on anything. My GPA is a one and I'm just like super blessed right now. And I, I couldn't even tell you like how blessed I am. So being a stay at home mom, there's a lot of pros as there are cons. A lot of pros, you establish such a great relationship with your child. I feel like my bond with my son is so strong. Um, at times it doesn't feel like that because he's very defiant. I'll get into that a little later, but I love the fact that mommy knows best. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, daddy knows too, but daddy's always at work. Mommy is the one that the kids go to. Like, it's not just a bond outside, but like they know you inside out. Like my child knows my heartbeat. He knows he's been inside me. You know what I mean? So he knows when I'm mad. He knows when I'm sad. He knows when I'm happy and vice versa. So I think that's really great. Um, I was able to breastfeed for a year and three months, which I feel like that alone made us our bond even closer. I love the bonding that breastfeeding gives you and your child. Um, another con is, you know, you don't have to deal with like, okay, what is my child doing if he was in daycare or if she was in daycare? Or what is my kid doing when they're at their grandparents' house or their aunt's house or their uncle's house or like wherever? You're the one that takes care of them. So you don't have to worry about, you know, anybody else's caregiving towards them because you're the only caregiver. And I love that. I love that, you know, um, I'm the one that pretty much did everything for him. And I'm so grateful for that because... Like I said, I have such an amazing family that stood behind me and my boyfriend that, you know, he's been holding it down, yo. Like this dude, he, you know, he's been working like crazy. Like he has some long ass days and I'm so grateful for him. So those are some pros. Of course, um, another pro is you don't have to wake up early in the morning and go do an eight hour shift. Your shift is at home. So that's awesome. I could be in PJs all day, which I normally am in like booty shorts and a t-shirt all day. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> Um, you know, we don't really have to go anywhere. So I think that's really cool, especially being an introvert and being antisocial for a lot of things. I love staying home. So that's also a pro. A couple cons, you do lose a lot of friendships just because you kind of still are balancing out like mommy life and friend life. And if you're not a parent listening, you'll see when you do become a parent everything changes your whole mentality and unfortunately you don't mean to miss out on friendships it just kind of happens that way um of course you still love everybody the same and you wish you could do things and like believe it or not you when you do have the chance to do things and go out you still don't want to because you don't want to be away from your kid now that's not for everyone but i'm pretty sure like the first year or the first couple years you're like that like you want to be away but the moment you get that chance it's like oh my god like i belong with my kids like what am i doing you know so that's a con another con is you know since you don't have daycare since you don't have you know like a reliable person to watch your kid your kid is coming with you everywhere you gotta go <laughs> like grocery store um appointments like anything your kids gotta go or you gotta work around your partner's schedule so you could do things and have like you know your time that's a big thing that i struggle with which now i just started doing having like my time my podcast time just time for me to do my hair my nails like i did struggle with that and i'm not gonna lie i still do you know um it's hard because when you're a mom there is no more you time like it's always your kid 
they're always interrupting everything. Like you can't even watch a certain show because they want to watch TV or they're like, mommy, 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 24 seven. So that's a big con is not having you time, not having peace and quiet. And that's a big thing. You know what I mean? At least in my household, I feel like when dad's home, it's still mommy, 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 because that's all my son is really used to. Like he'll go to his dad, but everything else is really, he'll go to his dad like to play. But then with everything else, it's like he goes to me and then I got to tell him, like, no, go to daddy. Like, you do have another parent sitting right next to me. Go to him. So um, that's kind of a con. Um, another con is not. OK, so I, I started good and then I lacked for a while and then now I'm picking back up on it. But it's establishing like a routine with your child. Like whenever I was first, you know, um, a parent the first few months, I like wrote every single thing down and I'm sure it drove everybody crazy. I wrote everything down, like every minute of my day I was writing and I wrote what I did. I, I had a whole schedule, like we woke up at seven and like from seven to eight, there was a whole list of the things we did, his nap time, his feedings, um, the activities we did because I read online that kids, even now, you know, being older, like kids being older, kids need a routine. You know, they need, to, they like to know what's going to happen. So if you have that scheduled routine, then things might be a little easier. Now I did slack for a while when my boyfriend and I kind of went through like our little hiccup and, um, Disney Junior was like always on the TV. Like we really didn't do much. You know, we ate, watched TV, ate, watched TV. Like that was it. And of course we did like little things like our ABCs and stuff, but that really didn't kick in, you know, because like I said, we went through something. So at first I had a schedule. We was reading all the time. Every night before he went to bed, our bedtime routine was bath, book, snack, bed. That was it. Like every night, you know, um, that was my boyfriend's time with him was bath time. Now, um, we like, we mix it up. Like I'll do bath, he'll do bath, blah, blah, blah. So having a routine, like right now what we do when my son wakes up, um, I'll try to get him on the potty. I've been slacking, so I got to kick back up on it. Like he knows he has to pee and he'll tell me he has to pee, but like pooping. Yeah. He just doesn't tell me. So we're still working on that. But morning is breakfast. Um, let him play with his toys for a little bit or sometimes I'll watch TV while he's eating I turn the TV off because he gets distracted very easily and I don't want the TV to be on just like all day anymore so I have limited times like lately I've been doing just two hours maybe three hours a day watching TV so like 30 minutes here 30 minutes there whatever so um morning breakfast play time with his toys or you know maybe watch tv then um he's gonna have a snack then it's lunchtime. he takes a nap around 12 so in the morning it's play mode um he's allowed to play with his toys plays with his cars his play-doh whatever and then he'll have his snack before he takes a nap and his nap time's normally like one to two hours so from 12 to 2 basically or lately it's been 12 to 1 but we'll just put 12 to 2 just so you can kind of like get an idea so he'll take a nap and then when he wakes up, it's lunchtime, he'll eat at his table and then um, it's time to play again. Or this time we'll switch it up and we'll do an activity with his numbers and matching up his numbers to the, like I have clothespins and there's numbers on them written in um, just like numeric form. So it's both and he'll match them to the right one. And they're colorful too, so they're all color coordinated as well. So it helps him with his colors, with his numbers, and then it also helps him distinguish like the 
the letters to the numbers. So like obviously the number six is S-I-X. So he's seeing that and he's matching it. So I think that's awesome. Um, we do have a lot of activity books that I got at Dollar Tree, which if you guys haven't seen, it's on my YouTube channel. I don't really do YouTube anymore, but it is on there. And um, you can go ahead and take a look at our learning corner. But we have activity books that we do. We've been doing shapes a lot. And I just recently got this book and I think it's so cute. It's actually like dry weight. <laughs> it's actually dry erase. So he could write on it and then we'll just take a wipey and wipe it off. And he can use it again. So I really, really like that because the other ones aren't like that. So once he colors in it or once he circles something, that's it. That's there unless we use a pencil. So, and I don't like using pencils just because bright colors kind of attracts him a little more. So if he has a marker, he'll have more fun doing it that way. So that's, um, you know, after his nap. And then by that time, I'll let him play a little bit more and then he can watch some more TV. And then it's time to eat again. I give him a little snack. And we'll take him to the potty. I take him to the potty like every hour to every two hours. And by that time, his dad's coming home. And then he can play with his dad for a little bit. Then it's time to um, take him a bath and let him eat again as one last snack before bed. And then he's in bed. And we read a book before bed. And then we pray. And I'll sing a song or two with him. And then we go to bed. So daily routine, um, activities to do. Sometimes we'll, if it's nice out, we'll go outside to the backyard and he'll jump on the trampoline for a little bit. But we haven't really been doing that since we just moved here. The backyard looks crazy. So um, I don't want to walk back there yet. <laughs> so once everything starts getting situated and shit, you know, we'll be spending a lot more time in the summer in the backyard. But for now, you know, we kind of just see where the day goes. I mean, every day is different. So I'm not going to say we do this all day, every day, the same thing. But I, I definitely try to because, like I said, a routine is something that kids need. And I've been noticing that it's kind of like avoiding his tantrums, him knowing what's going to happen. So we'll see. But my son really is defiant and he does try me a lot, which is why I've been working on my patience. And lately, I've just been putting him in timeout, like... I'm gonna give you one warning, and if you don't listen, you got one more chance to listen. Perfect example. Um, let's say he's supposed to be eating and he's doing something else. Liam, sit down, eat your food. I'll give it a little bit, let it process in his head, and if he's still ignoring me doing what he wants, it's like, I said sit down. Next time, you're gonna go in timeout. And he doesn't do it, timeout. So I put him in timeout and then I'll tell him like, listen, once you hear the buzzer go off, like the timer on my phone, once you hear the buzzer go off, you can go ahead and get out of timeout. But right now I need you to sit your butt down. And every time you try to get back up, I'm going to add another minute. So he doesn't like sitting in timeout. So, so far it's been working. I mean, it's only been like, this is day four that I've really been cracking down on that. So we'll see. But so far, let me knock on wood just in case. But so far it's been working. So, um, that's that potty training on its own. Oh my goodness, it's so freaking hard. Like I salute every parent that has potty trained their kid or that's going through it now because that shit is freaking hard. I've been potty training my son since he was like one and a half. And let me tell you, that shit is freaking hard. Like he, he'll tell me that he has to pee. Like that's one thing. Like anytime he has to pee, unless he has a diaper on, which he only has it on when he takes a nap and goes to sleep for the night. But um, throughout the whole day, he's in underwears. At first, when I started, he was like fully naked because I needed to see like, you know, when he had to pee. So then I'll sit him on the potty and stuff. But now he'll tell me. So anytime he has to pee, he'll tell me I got to pee and we'll run to the bathroom and he'll go pee. 
but it's the pooping that I'm having such an issue with because he will not tell me he has to poop. Like he won't say it at all. And like, he won't even do it. Like, like I said, I'll take him every couple hours and like, he will not use the bathroom at all. The moment I put a diaper on him to take a nap or to go to sleep, he poops in his diaper. And I'm like, oh my God, like, so if anybody's listening and you guys have some tips, please let me know. Cause that shit is hard. So I have been having, um, a lot of mixed feelings. Now I'm so grateful I'm so grateful that I still have my birth control because Lord knows I do not want to have another baby right now, but I've just been reading a lot online and just like looking at my family members and my sisters and my brother and stuff and like the placements on when they have their kids. And I feel like they all have it put together, but me, mm, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Ideally, I always said I wanted a baby, like I wanted um, my kids two years apart. That was a joke. Like, my son is two, and I do not want another kid yet. So I think the best time for me to have another baby, of course, is when I'm done with my degree. At least my associates, I definitely want to have. My bachelor's, I want to be halfway through before I decide to introduce another kid. But I, you know, um, I think a good age is like three, three and a half to try to have another baby. Just because, um, you know... At three, they start school. So you don't really have to worry about childcare. They'll be in school all day. So it'll give you time to enjoy your pregnancy. It'll give you time to bond with the baby once you give birth because they're in school. And also, you know, I don't know. I, Me personally, when my son is three, three and a half, I might entertain the idea because then by the time I give birth, he'll be four. And I think that's a perfect age because he know, like he's, he can comprehend a lot. Hopefully he'll be speaking so much more. And I think um, like that, it will be okay because they're still not that far apart. Like me and my oldest sister were four years apart and I don't think that's a big deal. Like maybe when we was younger, it kind of seemed like a big deal, but not really. So um, I can't wait for that. So I think that's a good idea, but you know, so many things can change from here to then. That's two years from now. So I'm not even going to entertain that idea right now. My main goal is getting my son to speak more, finishing up, you know, my associates so I can move on to my bachelor's. And I'm so excited for that. Like, I wish I took summer classes. Like I'm having school withdrawal, homework withdrawal. I've been like searching different topics on what I could do for my research paper because I have a 25 to 30 page paper coming up. And I don't want to say that for the last minute because I'm going to be stressed out. My hair is going to fall out. I'm going to break out. And I've been doing so good with my skin. So yeah, um, let me like go back here because I feel like I'm getting off topic. So yeah, you know, um, being a stay at home mom, like I said, there's a lot of pros. There are a lot of cons. Um, it's always important though that you remain, um, like, like at peace with yourself because if your mental health is like hanging on by a thread, you're not going to be a good parent or a good person. And it's not intentional. You're just going to be so like caught up with yourself and like having all these emotions that want to burst out at once. It's going to come out to the wrong people at the wrong time, or you're going to just like isolate yourself completely, which is something that I've done, you know, um, dealing with mental health, you know, especially studying mental health. I kind of try to like analyze myself for a lot of things and you know, it's hard. 
it, it is hard. You know, being a stay-at-home mom, it's not for everyone. Just like being a working mom isn't for everyone. And you're not wrong for that. Like, yo, being a mom on its own is it, it should be a superpower because like I, I kid you not it should be a superpower because it's not easy there's not one day that's easy you may have easy moments throughout the day but each day is hard like you gotta you know especially for the stay-at-home moms you gotta take care of the kid you gotta take care of yourself you gotta take care of your house you have to cook you have to clean you know you have to take care of yourself and take a shower and take the baby a shower and and if you have any pets feed the pets remember to change the litter because that's one thing i don't freaking do is change the litter but that's another story but like i said you know you have to make sure your mental health is on point because if you can't be a better you for you you can't be a better you for anyone and i i'm a big um I can attest to that greatly because, like I said, I went through it. I'm still going through some things. And sometimes I do lash out on my son. Sometimes I do lash out on my boyfriend. Or sometimes I, like, block family out, block friends out because I just... Everybody has those moods. And you're entitled to it. But, you know, like like my last couple videos, um, like my last couple episodes, excuse me. You got to just make sure that you just take it a day at a time. And, um, you know, I don't really want this to be a long episode and it's already seeming to be one, but you know, you just make sure you take care of yourself before you can take care of others and being a stay at home mom, you really, really, really have to make sure, like I said, like the last three minutes, please make sure you're on your shit because it does take a huge toll on you. And you know, it's not all peachy. It's not all the perfect pictures on Instagram and Facebook that you see. Like there's a whole, a whole nother side to it, you know, and everybody thinks, oh, you got the easy way of being a stay-at-home mom. No, you don't. It's harder being a stay-at-home mom, I feel, than being a working parent. Because at least, you know, for those eight hours that you're working, you have other human contact. You have people that are able to understand and comprehend you. You're able to have conversations with other people. You know what I mean? You're able to leave four walls for eight hours. Now, when you're a stay-at-home parent, you can leave a room, but your tail's going to follow you. <laughs> you can go to the bathroom, but the door's going to open. You know what I mean? So, like, you kind of you kind of got to, like, pick and choose, you know? I love that I'm in school because it gives me that break that I need. You know, I need to see other people. I need to, to do work and do homework and stuff. So, I think that's really cool having that break. But for those that don't, for those that are a stay-at-home mom, or if you're a stay-at-home dad, because dads, you know... Um, it's not rare. Like there are stay at home dads out there and you guys are doing a kick ass job. Like you'll cook for your family. You'll clean. You'll take the kids where they need to go. You'll take them to the park. Like I salute you guys because it's not, you know, it's not just a woman's job. You know, it's definitely equal. So I definitely salute you. It's not easy. You're not alone. Any moms out there that are stay at home moms, you know, I'm with you. <laughs> If you guys have anything to add on to it, if you want to get your yourself out there, go ahead and hit me up. You know what I mean? I'm here. Um, you guys already know my Instagram, my Snapchat, my Facebook. It's all at Bonita with two A's underscore underscore X3. And you could just hit me up and let me know what's up. 
So I hope you guys liked this Mommy Monday. This is kind of like a rant. It kind of like went everywhere towards the ending. But I hope you guys liked it. I really think I'm going to continue Mommy Mondays and then my regular Thursdays. I'm going to try to find a catchy name for it. But Mommy Mondays and something Thursdays. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed it. I look forward to hearing from all you guys. And stay tuned for Thursday's topic because this is something that's really been going on all over social media. So we're talking Disney. We're talking The Little Mermaid. We're talking The Lion King. We're talking, like, what's the big deal? You know, um, does it matter if The Little Mermaid is white? Does it matter if she's black? Does it matter if she's Spanish, Asian? Like, what the fuck does it matter? But anyway, that's for Thursday. Make sure you stay tuned because this is a topic. I love Disney. And anybody that knows me knows I freaking love Disney. So this is a big one here. And I'll leave you guys on that note. Have an amazing rest of your week. I will see you all again here on Thursday. I love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting me and supporting my Mom Life podcast. Bye, guys. Mwah.